Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. You may be seated. Now sometimes it's easy for us to feel like we are forgotten. Sometimes we're prone to thinking that no one cares. And no one knows what it is that we are going through. When we have struggles in this life, those feelings of being forgotten can be magnified to the point where we feel isolated from everybody around us and even feel, we can even feel isolated from God himself. And we may even be tended to think in our weakness that this isolation is deserved. For when we examine ourselves honestly, When we look inside ourselves, we find all sorts of stuff that's unlovable. We have said things that we wish we wouldn't have said. We have thought things that we wish we wouldn't have thought. We have even acted in ways that we are now ashamed of. And at times, when we have had opportunities to do good for others, At times, we have failed to do that good. Sometimes, we don't like ourselves very much. And sometimes, when we don't like ourselves, we understand why others wouldn't want to be around us. Well, today, we are going to hear about someone who wants to be around us more than we can even understand. We are going to hear about God's great and deep love for us. We're going to hear just how much our Lord cherishes us. And we will be humbled by the way that he describes us and the lengths that he has gone through to make us his own. You may feel isolated. You may feel unlovable. You may feel like the world is against you and it is against the church. But today, our scriptures ask, Who, what, shall separate us from the love of Christ? Tribulation, the things that we're going through today, those struggles, distress that we feel inside, the anxiety we're feeling? Shall persecution that the church is going through around the world and at times, even through speech here in America, shall famine, nakedness, or danger or sword separate us from the love of Christ? No. In all of these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Paul writes, I am sure that neither death nor life, angels nor rulers, things present, the stuff you're going through today, or the things to come, those things that you're afraid of or that are just around the corner. None of those things, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. You may feel unloved. 
You may feel like if you were loved, you wouldn't be going through what you're going through. But the love of God comes to you nonetheless, even as you hear his word today. Now in Jesus' brief parables, they're almost so brief that you'd think, what's the bother of reading them? But you are going to be inspired. Now you may be tempted to think at first reading that these parables are giving you a list of things to do. But they are not antidotal. They are descriptive. And these parables do not describe anybody born of man and woman. For the Bible says that all of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. There is no one that is good, the Bible says, no, not one. No, these parables describe to us how much we are valued by Jesus. And they give us a sense, just a glimpse of what it cost him to gain us. You are loved, my friends, and in these parables, Jesus shows us what our epistle plainly says. That is nothing, nothing, nothing can keep God's love in Christ Jesus away from you. You may feel isolated, but your feelings, they do not stop the love of Christ from reaching you. How can our feelings stop the work of our Lord? They cannot. It is our Lord who gave us a soul that can feel. And he did that out of love. Our Lord is in control even when our feelings seek to deceive us. And in his control, we are rest assured that our Lord is working all things for our good. Even the stuff we're going through today. Even though we don't understand what he is doing, it doesn't mean he isn't working out of love for us. Now I want you to listen to these parables once again through the lens of Jesus' work, his love for you. He said, The kingdom of heaven is like treasure, treasure hidden in a field which a man found and covered up. Then in his joy, his joy, he goes and sells all that he has to buy that field. That's a one-sentence parable. <laughs> in this very, sh no, two sentences. In this very short parable, the field, it is the world. And you and the rest of the church you are the treasure hidden in that field. Jesus said that he came to seek and to save the lost. He sought you. And like a man who finds treasure buried and dirtied in the dirt, our Lord dug you up and he washed you and he cleaned you in the waters of baptism, making you to sparkle and shine. And he covers you with his blood and his righteousness. 
And by his death, he redeemed and he purchased the entire world from the wages of sin and the powers of the devil. In this parable, the Lord shares with us that you are treasure to be found. That is a beautiful thing. Jesus continues, Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls, who on finding one pearl of great value, went and sold all that he had and bought it. Jesus is the, is the merchant in search of the fine pearl. And the church, that is the pearl of great, great value. Jesus gave up heaven to come to earth. He knew, who knew no sin became sin. He became your sin to save you, that pearl. His work makes you the pearl that is worth giving up everything to have. And we confess, He purchased and won us, not with perishable things, such as gold and silver, but with His holy, precious blood and His innocent suffering and death. Why? That I may be His own. When you are feeling lonely, when you feel worthless, look at the cross of Jesus. And I want you to also look at the words with which Jesus gives to us his body and blood in the supper. He says, this is my body given for you. Jesus gave all that he had his very body, to gain you. You are a pearl of great value. He continues to share with you how hard he has sought to find you. He says again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was thrown into the sea that gathered fish of every kind. And when it was full, Men drew it ashore and sat down and sorted the good into the containers, but threw away the bad. So it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come and separate the evil from the righteous and throw them into the fiery furnace. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. In this life, throughout time, our Lord has been casting the net of his word. He is looking for you. That is, all of you who submit to the waters of baptism, his forgiveness, his supper, and the washing and cleansing that he wishes to give you. For those who long to be a part of the kingdom of God, that net, it is seen as rescue deliverance. We are pulled up out of this ocean where we are constantly confronted with evil 
that will be taken away on that final day. You are like the Israelite slaves in the Old Testament reading who the Lord delivered from the hands of Pharaoh and Egypt. As the church, you are a chosen people. You are chosen and loved not because you are impressive to God, but you are chosen and loved because of who He is. When He placed His name upon you in those waters of baptism, He proved to you that nothing in all of creation would keep His love from you. And throughout all your life, that promise towards you that began when the waters touched your forehead and that word pierced your ear, that promise that he began on that day, he wants to see through all the way to the day when his hand touches your cheek and wipes away your tears as he has promised. To that day when his mouth will speak directly to your ears, speaking words that you have never earned on your own. When he says, well done, my good and faithful servant. Those are undeserved words. Those are words meant all because of what Jesus has done. But those words are yours because you have been washed in the blood of the Lamb. Today, let the Lord's word wipe away your doubts. There is nothing beyond our Lord's oversight, and He is working all things, even the craziness that is 2020. And He is doing this because He loves you. There is nothing that you can do to earn that love. Think about it. A treasure cannot seek and find its keeper. A pearl does not seek out a merchant to purchase it. And a fish, well, a fish actually tries to swim away from a net. <laughs> you were lost, but you are found by God's grace and the Holy Spirit's power. We will do what Jesus said and we will abide in his love. That is, we have been found by Jesus, by his grace. Let's stay there. And now the peace that surpasses all understanding. Guard your hearts and minds in the love of God until he returns for you. Amen.